0: This is Don Schuler, certified trainer and business consultant at the Schuler Group, with the People Thrive, Companies Thrive podcast. So, what does company culture mean, and how do you know if it's a good company culture or a bad company culture? It's a pretty broad concept. It's a little like asking if you had a good childhood or a bad childhood. Company culture, as a very simplistic definition, is this a good company to work for, or is this a bad company to work for? And as I've discussed before, there is some culture going on now. The question is, was this existing company culture that is here now the one we intended to create Because company culture is a conscious endeavor and initiative. And because it's this broad concept with so many layers to it, so many pieces, it is a little bit like asking, did you have a good childhood or a bad childhood or somewhere in between? And whatever that answer is, is made up of several factors and criteria. There's not just one thing, probably, that made it a good childhood or a bad childhood. Just like there's not one thing that makes an organization have a good company culture versus a toxic company culture. We came up with this very simplistic way of looking at company culture when we created our data table to go through the results of our company climate inventory. And just as an aside, our company climate inventory is a series of 80-plus questions, including some customized questions that our clients might want to add in, that are mostly multiple choice with a few open-ended questions where there's a text answer. Then we go through the results, we analyze them, and we put them in a comprehensive report with our findings and any recommendations. Part of our process is we have this data table where each question is categorized into certain areas. And so as my husband and partner consultant Mark and I developed this product years ago and we refined the process, we found we were going through... Um, almost a debate as to what category some of these questions belonged in, and here here are some of the categories: things like autonomy, communication, company culture, employee engagement, ethics and values, evaluation, individual employee satisfaction, leadership, management, physical working environment, the right people in the right seats, teamwork, training, etc. So each of those 80 plus questions gets assigned appropriate categories, usually no more than three. So when we were first going through this, Mark wanted to assign company culture to almost all the questions. And I said, we can't assign that to every question. And the problem was because that concept of company culture is very broad what does it mean? And again, what are the factors that create company culture? So we had to take a really in-depth look at our data table to say, does this question really point to the company culture that is created? Is this truly a factor that affects company culture? And in some cases, yes, and in other cases, no. And those other Cases no, those questions belonged in different categories. So it's really interesting to look at that idea of company culture from that viewpoint. Is it a good culture that people want to stay and be? Or is it toxic and they're just there for the paycheck? or somewhere in between. One of the questions we ask in our 80 plus company climate inventory is, if given the chance, would you reapply for your current position? Isn't that a fantastic question? Because that answer says a lot. And that one does affect company culture Given our broad, simplistic definition, is this a good place to work? Is it a bad place to work? If someone says, yes, I would reapply for my current position, that probably does speak to company culture and the fact that it is a positive company culture. So using that lens and turning it on your organization, What are the factors that create company culture? Whether it's on that positive scale or down to the toxic scale, what are the factors? Is it communication? Is it leadership? Is it valuing the employees? Is it being empathetic? Do your leaders and managers have a strong emotional intelligence? Do you understand the difference between leadership and management? Are decisions communicated openly to all? All sorts of questions you can ask that point or could factor into what kind of company culture do we have. A lot of the concepts I discuss on this podcast could point to company culture Many of them point to employee engagement. How do you have engaged employees? I've talked about what some of the factors of company culture are, and those are not quite as broad and abstract, but they are elements that you can look at specifically. I want to go back to something I said at the beginning of this episode, which is Company culture, if you want it to be positive, is something that you need to be conscious of, so you need to know what company culture you already have in place, and then determine is this the culture we want? Do we need to make changes? I've talked about in a previous episode, creating a culture of shame. That's a culture in that particular company where you shame your employees or your team members thinking that that is going to inspire them to be more productive. That's a culture of of that organization. Not a good one. Toxic in our opinion. But it's one that they've created I really hope not consciously, but they need to know, they need to understand, ah, this is the company culture we have right now. So how do we change it if it's not what we want? And if it is the company culture we want, how can we maintain and possibly even maximize and improve it? Anytime there's a big leadership change, whether that's completely changing out one leader or executive with another or maybe bringing on additional executives with the current team, if there's a change of location, if there are some major innovations, any of those changes could and probably will affect the culture how do you take that into account and what do you do to improve a positive company culture and then on the flip side what can you do to improve a negative or toxic company culture most often the the quick answer And again, another simplistic answer is usually about two things. And one is getting rid of people, the toxic people. Sometimes those are mid-level people. Sometimes they're at the head of the organization. Or it is dramatically shifting the way you do certain things whether that be communication or processes or something else. And you could look at that first one, getting rid of the toxic people, that's a major shift, right? So that's maybe a subcategory, but it usually is pretty clear. We're in the middle of delivering our company climate inventory to one of our clients. And it's always amazing that We can tell pretty easily if they have a rotten apple just by the data. And it's such a fascinating, fascinating opportunity and tool. And we get to uncover diamonds and the strengths as well as some not so good things that might be fouling up the water, so to speak. It starts with understanding what your company culture is, being aware of the company culture you really want to have in place, and then taking the steps to make that happen. This kind of thing is what we live for. It's what gives us joy and passion, gets us excited. We love this stuff. We live for this. If this is something that we can help you and your organization, visit www.companyclimateinventory.com and you can read the information that we have there, some of the examples of how the company climate inventory has been used and can be used, as well as the benefits of doing this in-depth look at what's going on in your organization. Until next time, may you thrive.